and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? This is it! Five, six, seven, eight. You've got talent. Let's see what we can do with it. You're gonna make me believe that you belong on that stage. Dancing on that show is my dream. the girl isn't it yeah it's the girl yeah and you're gonna use somebody else's art to get her are you kidding we're just starting we need to learn how to play do the sax pistols know how to play you don't need to know how to play who are you steely dan you need to learn how not to play Connor. that's the trick that's rock and roll and welcome folks to the movie musical shakedown i am one of your hosts chris peterson founder editor in chief of onstage blog and onstageblog.com thrilled that you're joining us this week for what should be a excellent Excellent episode. It's one of my favorite new movies that I've seen. We're doing Sing Street, a ridiculously good movie on that end, uh, imported from the United Kingdom, of course, um, and being turned into a Broadway musical that is opening in less than a month, or I think just over a month from now. Crazy, 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 crazy. But this episode was actually recorded live at BroadwayCon uh, at the New York Midtown Hilton a couple weeks ago. For those of you who have never been to BroadwayCon, um, picture Comic-Con, but for Broadway. Uh, it's, this was its fifth year. Um, I thought it was a you know great event. A little smaller than previous years. This might be the last one, but um, still, excellent event. A lot of panels, a lot of fun. Grace was phenomenal on this podcast, so really looking forward to it. We're going to break it all down. We're going to talk about some of the funny stuff in this movie, You know the ideas of you know, basically what it's like to try to put a band together. Um, and also touch on, on its adaptation, on its Broadway adap- adaptation, because like I said, it is right around the corner on that end. So we're going to break it all down. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to go back to BroadwayCon with Grace, and um, I'm sure it's going to be awesome. So um, we're going to get into all of it. But first, as always, here's the trailer. Your mother and I really are under a lot of pressure at the moment. We had a look at our accounts, and... We're taking you out of school. We're not taking you out of school. We're transferring you. You'll be new, then. What's your name? Connor Lawler. Shut up! We have a black shoe policy here, Mr. Lawler. They're brown. They're quite sensible. They're not black. Who knows what this new prison will do for you? This is your time. You see? It's beautiful. How come you're not in school? I'm a model. Cool. Do you want to be in a video for my band? See, if you're in a band, sing me a song. Take on me. We need to form a band. What? Connor's going to band together. Oh, good Jesus. You'd play every instrument on mankind. Probably. Show them. It's all about the girl, isn't it? What's this? Homework. School in the morning. This is school. Rock and roll is a risk. You risk being ridiculed. Jesus, what are you all wearing? Yeah, we're just working that out. Hey, welcome to the movie musical shakedown. Yeah, buddy. On location. On, On location. location. 
Where, where are we, Grace? We are scouting uh, baseball players for the next season. I'm when I, when you say on location, I, I view us as like baseball scouts, which is the wrong, <laughs> which is the wrong genre because you guys right now we are at Broadway Con. At Broadway Con. Yes. It's are, crazy. It is cuckoo. I'm literally staring at a cosplay Elsa. God bless her. God love her. Um, and then like everything else that's here on this marketplace floor, it's amazing. It's crazy. Vendors yeah. all over the place. Uh, there's performances going on. There's Harmony Helper over there. Literally. Selling playbills from like years ago over there. So. Literally, by the way, my husband shaded me because I was like, I would love to learn about Harmony Helper. And he goes, I know you would. <gasps> what? Yeah. And he was like, um, I'm sure it's a great app, but I don't need it. And I was like, first of all, you don't know what you need. Perhaps you would be seen in the room more if you had it. I don't know. Who knows? Know. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, yeah. But the reason why we're here is obviously we wanted to be or the mecca of everything that's happening right now for Broadway. And we've got people from all over the world. And I, you picked this movie this week, yeah. and it was awesome. <laughs> it's an international film. I mean, it's a yeah. foreign, I mean, not a foreign film, but a foreign film. Um, but we're doing Sing Street. We are doing Sing Street. The second that I put this up on my Instagram, mm -hmm. I said, hey, you guys, what are some things that you want us to talk about on Sing Street? Do you know what everyone said? What's that? I love that movie. They didn't even say, can you talk about this thing? Right. Can there be a specific? Can you talk about the show? No, every single time they were like, oh my God, I love it so much. And it's like, okay, well, there well, you go. we're going to talk about it. Yeah. And Oh my god, there's Brian Stokes Mitchell walking by right there. So, yes, um, he's being escorted crazy. in by Mr. Robbie Rozelle at the floor below. Celebrities left right and their husbands <laughs> taking pictures. Good lord, what yeah. is happening? But we're, we're talking about Sing Street, the 2016, yeah. out of nowhere, like, what is this movie? Yes. Now, now, let me ask you, what was the first time that you saw this film? First reaction, the whole nine yards? Okay, full disclosure, and I'm sorry to out him but my husband was seen for this show. Oh, And okay. uh, what happened was he was seen for the show and he said, I've never seen this musical, this movie. And I said, what? You've never seen it. And granted, I had never really watched it either, but I had pretended that I did because that's what you do when you're in a marriage. And um, <laughs> we we put it on and we couldn't stop watching it. We actually watched it a couple times wow. that weekend. Wow. And he was like crying and laughing and then going over the music because the movie music and the show music are very similar. Mm. Um, so the first time we watched it was, you know, to research for the actual musical production. Then he goes in for it, nails it. Then they change casting directors after they, like, kind of figured it out. Mm -hmm. So then they said, everybody needs to come back in. By that time, he was, you know, attached to another project, which was sad. But we knew because it was part of New York Theater Workshop that it's going to be freaking amazing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Have you seen it yet? I saw it last night. <laughs> Shut up! So for the first time... Never seen this movie. You're fresh. Yeah, I'm fresh out. Okay. Just saw the movie last night. Amazing. Um, loved it. Yeah. I absolutely adored this movie. Um, not your traditional movie musical in yeah. any way, shape, or form. I mean, it's really, I mean, I, I, some people out there could probably say, does it even qualify as a musical? I think it does. I think it does just as yeah. much as anything else. Right, I mean. right. <laughs> um, surprisingly, it didn't get the, number, the amount of recognition I thought it deserved. Sure. Especially during award season. But well, it's also, it's UK. Yeah. You know, we have to, like, remember that it is, like, technically a foreign film. Right. So, right. I get that, too. So, let's get into it. Let's, let's get, get into it. the categories. Okay. Give me some of your... I got, I got alphabet singing behind me over here. Um, yes! Yeah! Okay. Oh my gosh. Um, give me some of your just your general thoughts about this film overall. Um, I think that it is just as infectious as any other like good quirky teen comedy, angsty, and it does it in a good way. It doesn't. Um, 
it doesn't do anything that I feel like I'm like, oh, I've seen this a million times. Right, right. As soon as I finished watching it, did you like immediately put on Spotify and listen to that? I did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know why? Because that's good music. And yep. I think it also like reflects on this time where we were in love with Duran Duran. We were in love with The Cure. We were in love with like, The Smiths. Like we, you know, we, we missed that time. And so this movie musical really focuses on, on that time period, which I love. And you know the director of this film, and his, his name escapes me, but he's the same guy I did once. Yeah. So, I was like, oh, we're going to talk about we're that. We're going to talk about that. I mean, <laughs> once is going to be on, he's definitely going to be on this podcast at some point. Oh, but, wow. I mean, yes. what a follow up. I mean, that's yeah. a one two punch. Well, that was 2007. Yes. And then yeah. uh, this one was, what, 2016, you mm-hmm. said? Cuckoo. Oh, this is Sarah. And I think it's crazy that both his movies have now been turned into stage musicals. It's like. Interesting, Nuts. interesting. Yes. Because by the way, they're both good. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. once I still tell everyone to this day is probably one of my top three musical experiences I've ever had because it was so intimate and beautiful. And then I thought, oh, okay, so they're they're the same director did this other movie, mm-hmm. and then they're going to turn it into a show, and it's going to be good. Yeah. And I like that you know, with Once and now Sing Street, we're yeah. kind of getting a glimpse of, I guess you know, the United Kingdom in a way, like Dublin, yeah. Ireland, and with once I mean you're getting kind of a different atmospheric type of musical I think yeah. that was really clear in this I mean they're shooting all over the place in Dublin so um, oh, yeah. it was really cool to see you know that perspective on that end so um, what, was, what were some of the highlights for you in this movie like the scene sequences the whole idea I like I like period pieces because I would you call this a period piece I would okay 1985 right, right. Yeah. I would consider this a period piece that gets it really right when it comes to like costumes and makeup yeah. when it comes to like like the seagulls the haircut yep. and like all that stuff it's like mm-hmm. uh, or flock of seagulls like I I just really think that it got so many of those notes correct. And it's like, I didn't grow up where they are growing up, right, but at the same right. time, I feel like it's, you know, nailing the, the nail on the head. And so I think we did 1985 accurately. Because yeah. everybody thinks 80s is glamour, glam rock, the colors. Yeah. Like, no, this was, I think, a really realistic depiction of what 1980s um, right. Ireland probably was. Um, exactly. What were some of your favorite sequences throughout this movie? Like, you know, whether it's a montage or just moments throughout? Um, okay, so every time they would shoot a music video, I thought this is the most priceless, like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Because right. if you've ever gotten a group of your friends together and then you're like, you know what we should do? We should, like, film it. That's exactly what that movie is. Right. It's like, hey, you know what? Like, we want, like, the, and of course, like, the, all, you know what? That aside, the brother relationship, I think that the movie is actually about, like, family and and I think that they marry it's like youthful desire to like have friendship and and make music and also like your connection with your family I I think that that's beautiful that's huge yeah that's huge I love that sequence of them putting the band together I mean asking the friends what do you play I don't know I I play this I I, I love the two guys that see the flyer yeah hallway they're just like do you want to do a band all right fine it's It's such a it's such a like a blunt like a dark comedy like atmosphere and that's how the the musical reads as well oh okay so like um there's one of the characters he's so funny so blunt and he's just like yeah i like to rock or like whatever (laughs) it is and it's like yeah you do i mean it's just it's so much fun that's awesome that's awesome so let's get into other general thoughts that you have about this film anything else that's coming to mind um the relationship with and i'm like blanking on her name um but like the female Oh, really? Like, Rafina? Rafina. Rafina yeah. I, I never know how to say that. Um, Rafina. Uh, she, her relationship with like men and like vulnerability, I was like, this is like beyond good. Like it's beyond its time. Um, and, and Lucy Boynton has had to do this in multiple music 
moving musicals. That's all she's doing right now is moving is musicals. She's like, yeah. I've got the cheekbones. I can do this role. And it's like, okay, cool. We'll have you do it. Um, so, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Let's get into the categories. Yes. Dusty room moments. Yeah. I mean, there are some moments that, you know, catch the emotions, you know, maybe things like that. Did you have any dusty room moments with this movie? No, I just liked it. It was all dusty. <laughs> it was the dustiest room. No, because honestly, I think, well, anytime they're in the brother's bedroom, yeah. that's what I had written down, that I was like, oh, this is a sweet moment. And, mm. I, and I don't know if everybody's feeling this way when they watch it, but I certainly get that from it. Mm-hmm. I am crying in the end. When they, like, sail off, I'm like, spoiler that alert. last embrace between the brothers. I'm, and I have a brother, so I'm just oh. like, oh, go ahead. And I, well, I have a half-brother, so it okay. has mattered to me. <laughs> um, other than that, no, no, no. I think that that was my dusty room. What about awesome. you? Awesome. I mean, that was the, the, the brother at the end. I, For some reason, last night, maybe because I've been away for the entire week, that the the don't um, drive it like you stole it sequence when they were doing the video, yes. and he's imagining what the video would look like yeah. with his parents coming in. I was like, I, I was done. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's it. They really, they hurt you. They do. Which I'm not shocked about because it's the same director as one. Same as that. They just know. They yeah. know how to get into you. Um, yeah. How about any yeesh moments? Any moments that came up that you're like, oh, it doesn't play well. Yet again, this was not a yeesh moment movie for me. What did you have? The only moment I had. Oh, okay, okay. The only one. <laughs> because I think that everything that was like bad happened to these characters had to happen for the story. I don't think anything was unnecessary. Yes. But the only thing I was like, ooh, the very first thing you see when this movie starts is the Weinstein Company. Ah! I, I was like, oh, that's a reminder. Oh, God, we got to get rid of that. Get rid of that logo. Get rid of it out. But that oh, was the only sucks. very first thing that this, the movie starts, the Weinstein Company. Thing, I'm like, oh, Weinstein. Such a bad feeling. I think it's also just a crappy, just to, like as a sidebar, it's such a crappy feeling when you're watching a great movie and yeah. you know that that name's behind it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so anyways. Yeah, how about you? Any, any other? Um, well, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, that yeesh of like the priest moment with like the boy. Mm-hmm. And so, but that's part of the film's part of the, core. Yeah, so it's, it's, like, it's not a yeesh, whereas yeah. like in other films that we've covered where we're like, that was problematic. Mm-hmm. And, um, but this one is not going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, any lingering questions? Anything that this movie asked or any mysteries unsolved or? You know, we, we kind of always touch on this like, um, cycle of abuse when it comes to women that are uh, always not attracted to but seem to always fall into the trap of like the bad guy or whatever I wondered if she was able to stay with him I wondered if their relationship actually was you know okay for her if she was able ever to like get over a lot of her trauma I I really had a lot of questions for Lucy's character Um, and I wanted to know if like it worked out (laughs) I mean they kind of yeah what did you think about her character do you think it was like a strong female character by today's standards or well uh, and, I, really? and I wonder like you know what do we think of the word strength you know mm-hmm. like are we thinking that like is that the way we want women portrayed like sure I, I think it's that. a more honest version of it you know she gets in the car with the boy a couple times it's not like hey I found like a cute nice boy and I'm gonna be with him of course that's what we want but um, I think that the reality can be also that like maybe you know she really wants to be in this other world and she accepted I I really enjoyed the thoroughness that they went into with her so Good. that's me that's my Good. experience yeah and I felt the same actually that's, that's yeah. awesome uh, the only lingering question I had was, yeah. is there ever going to be a movie that portrays Dublin, Ireland positive? Like, every movie oh. I've ever seen, they always show it as, like, this grimy, like, crime-ridden city. I'm like, <laughs> is it really that bad? I don't Do know. We, it's like, oh, yeah, it's like anytime you see a movie in 
Harlem, do you ever see it glorified? Right. Do you ever right. see it? And, and you know, but I think we can have that conversation another on another podcast where we literally talk about every trope of a region in mm. a film. Because I always view like every time I have to watch a movie about Southern culture, they're always the most racist person, yep. like one nice white person, yep. or they're all dumb. Mm-hmm. And and you know, that's something that I have to constantly be like, Can I fight this? Can we please stop? Yeah. Um and then, but yeah, Dublin, are we ever going to get out? I mean, Angel's Ashes is the most depressing movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Hands down. Yeah. And like, every, just in, in the name of the father. Like, all these, right. I could go on and on. It's just like, yeah, was anything ever nice about this Do city? we know any playwrights that write happy shows? No. No? No. <laughs> so yeah, we so. might need to explore that. It's <laughs> a different thing, yeah. Ridiculous. All right, well, let's get into the rating, the singing, acting, dancing, and design. Because those really are four areas that... You really need to have fire and all of a sudden to truly have a great movie musical. So let's start with the singing. I mean, okay. it's a different type of movie musical. It is. But how would you rate the singing in this one? I gave it a 10, though. Because, only because that genre of music is not musical theater. Right. I mean, and you're not, you know, we're not blown away by Ewan McGregor and Moulin Rouge. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's not that. It's its own genre of music. So yeah. I think that they nailed what that is. Yeah. I, I think you're, you just nailed it on the head. I think okay. for... You're not expecting it to be full-throated baritone tenor no. musical theater style, so that's why I'm really interested to see what they do for the, the stage version. Yeah. Um, but I think for what it was, it worked really, really well, and yeah. it surprised me, especially like when they when you heard the finished products of these songs. Right. Uh, it was like, ooh, okay, that's yeah. that's really good, especially that love song at the end. Um, I know. <laughs> I was like, oh wow, a whole family. Oh my gosh. Yeah, when you finally hear the album, yeah. I, and I don't exactly know. You may be able to answer this. I don't know if they're the same people that recorded that are in the film. I can't guarantee that. I did not find that information no. out just yet, but I'll, I'll I'll announce it in the pre-show notes. Oh, I good, guess good. there you go. Absolutely. Oh, so, spoiler alert! You record that afterward. I do. You're giving away our secrets. Yeah, secrets. It's just like James Corden finding out that he's not driving. Driving. Oh my God. Y'all, that shattered the glass on so many <laughs> levels. I was like, James, you're like me. You legally can't drive in America. Okay. Oh, um, that's a different podcast. It's a different so, podcast for a different time, right? Yeah. All right. Well, how, so I mean, we both we both gave a tens, I think, for, for that. Yeah. How about dancing? I know it's a little weird, but. Like, I mean, they're, they're dancing in the style of the character, which is a prepubescent 14-year-old boy, yep. which means it's a four at best. So I agree. Okay. I agree. I liked I liked what they did, the filming of the music video, especially the, the thing with the model. Yes. Killed them. Yes. I, I loved it. So, yes. yeah, I gave it about a four or five because I was like, yeah, borderline not applicable. But, right. Borderline um, not applicable. Acting, I gave it a ten. I, yeah, I, I said 8 to 10, depending on who we're talking about. But I thought it was pretty top tier, especially knowing those people were so young. It's not um, a, <laughs> a Broadway musical that maybe has princesses in it where they're 45. Um, but like, And there's nothing wrong with being older. But um, yeah, you're right. I mean, they're, they're young people that are acting their asses off. So I'm all about it. Amazing, amazing. Um, and finally, design. What did you think about the design of this movie? <laughs> Sorry, I think that the design is probably an eight. I think it's really cute. I think it plays to, but again, I don't have an experience in that country. Right. So from my understanding, it's correct, but I can only speak to my own understanding. I mean, they maybe not want to go to Dublin. So <laughs> that yeah. might be a salute. I mean, that might have been a, an answer. Fair um, enough. I gave it like a five because I don't, I don't, I yeah. don't know. But all right, let's get into the bops. Okay. Oh my God, we love a good bop. We love a good bop. <sighs> what is a bop in this movie? My top bop, my bop to the top, 
to quote High School Musical, <laughs> is um, up. Yeah. Because, well, first of all, I heard it played in my house over a hundred times mm. for the audition. Going up. Like, it's such a good, it, honestly, and I hate to say this, it sounds like a church song. Um, it sounds very Hillsong United, like very New Wave Church, because it's very, like, uplifting and fun, like, regardless of your um, religiousness. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a really nice church song <laughs> because I, for certain, do not go. Um, but I think it's it's absolutely the bop in the movie. What do you think? I will really drive it like a store. Uh, I just love. I mean, because I started. Stella. Yeah, because I just started dancing, and I'm like, if if that number, I, I hope it's going to be in the show. It is. Yes. Um, it's going to be like a killer number. I, I can see it already. So it's, it's now instead of. Well, I don't know if I can even get this way. It's the show closer instead of the one from the movie about the shoes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it's like, that's the one you, that yeah. you enchanted. And actually, I think that works better because, like, what, what was not about for me was the one about the shoes. You know? Thank like, you. You know, like, it was kind of disappointing because you would loved all the other music, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It, it just, it felt like, I felt like there needed to be a song there, don't get me wrong, but I just was kind of disappointed with, I guess, what the song was. So, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, so not a bop for you? Oh, okay. I don't know if this is going to be controversial. Might be. I don't know, um, but I will say that my biggest not a bop is the rhythm of a model because it's so freaking annoying. Chris, like, if I had to hear like another time, it's just not for me. Especially that Asian thing that you get at the end, which I'm like, oh. I knew. I was like, that might be the yeesh. I, I definitely raised an eyebrow. I was like, oh. Well, I guess they're trying to be Duran Duran, so I get but it. Also, but also, we have to speak to the time. Yep. They were just playing back what they Still thought was cool. Exactly. And they weren't at all being like, this would be funny. I mean, it's not, you know that it's not right. that. So, um, yeah, I, I was absolutely annoyed with that song. I almost had to stop. I was like, this is going to be stupid. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, let's get into our awards. Okay. So, your Julie Award. Best singer. I mean, there's not a lot of singers in this movie. So. There's not a lot of singers, so technically speaking, Freeney. Free, I don't ever understand how to say his name. Leading little boy. He probably would get my Julie Award if he's actually the one on the album. Right. If he's not, it's some studio musician that I hope made a lot of money. <laughs> what do you think? I, I, I mean, because he was the only one that really was really he's singing, so yeah. I was like, all right, I guess I'll give him every Do we award. give it to Duran Duran? <laughs> do we give yes. it to Yes. You know yeah. what? Yes. yes. Duran Duran, you get my award for Julia <laughs> There for you go. One. And it, it, when it comes to Russell Crowe, because this poor kid is the only one singing, he gets both of those. So yeah. that's what I feel like. Oh, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. So you won both. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, how about your Bumblet Award? Any, like, background supporting characters in this movie that really stood out to you? I just, I think because Lucy Boynton is, like, a very secondary character because she's not actually in the band, mm-hmm. I just thought she really drove her performance. Like, I loved Every time she would come on, I was like, what's going on with her? Is she okay? <laughs> you know? Um, which I didn't feel for her when she did uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. I think she was fine, but I didn't feel the same way that I would in this film. So I gave my bumlet to her, even though she's a lot more prominent than our normal normal bumlets. Right. Or bo- uh, buttons. Yes. I mean, I actually, I actually gave it to the bully, Baxter. Oh, yeah, yeah, because he comes in. Yeah, and I felt, I mean, obviously early on, I felt really like, oh god, that kid, he's so mean. And I felt like having not seen the movie before, it's like there's got to be a reason why he's such a jerk. And right. sure enough, we find out, and then you just feel bad for the kid. But I loved at the end when they bring him on as a roadie. 
He takes the guy that gets on the stage, throws him off the stage. He's like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. Uh, he got my bubble. Which is sweet. Yeah. That's how friendship should be. Right? Yes. There you go. All right. Last question, which we've already kind of answered already, but sure. the whole like, should this get a remake? We're, we're technically getting it. We're technically getting it. Um, what What are your thoughts on bringing Sing Street to Broadway? Okay, so I think we can have this conversation on this episode because yes. it's worth having. Yeah. There is a lot right now being produced that is a movie musical onto the stage. And by movie musical, I mean sometimes they're just movies that we're turning into musicals. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm I keep talking to a lot of my friends that are in the industry and I said, What do you think about that? Because we're constantly like we wanna be in the next project, but what if your next project is Dude Where's My Car the Musical? What if that is? And what if it's also the best king thing you've ever seen? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I go back to Groundhog Day. And that was one of my favorite Broadway experiences I've ever had because I was surprised, blown away, and in love with it. And, mm -hmm. and I didn't give two craps about the movie. I was like, it's a funny movie, but I don't care about the music. Um, so that being said, I am so excited for this actually good movie musical to make it to Broadway because it already has a great soundtrack. It has... Um, it has all the good parts to go along with it. Um, I'm I'm personally excited about it, but I could understand people being absolutely annoyed that it exists because we have a lot going on right now where we're like, come on! But we got We all just need to like let that go because it's going to keep happening. Mm -hmm. It's going to keep happening, and just trust it. And I like that with the casting that they've announced. Yes. Um, there's diversity in the show. There's more yes. diversity than there was in the movie, which is. I think the most important. Um, yep. I'm just gonna plug him, Sam Poon, who I'm, I'm very good friends with his mom. Yeah. Uh, he was in King and I. He's done like every every Asian kid show. Yeah. He's done. Um, uh -huh. Incredible musician. I'm so glad he's casting this. I think Is he's he? playing the um, uh, one of the just the background you know, rhythm guitarist. Yes. Like so yeah, <laughs> very excited about yeah. that. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's gonna be well received. Yeah, I think it will be. I mean, honestly, like, New York Theater Workshop does not turn out not a box. Yeah. They don't do that. They only turn out box. Yep. Yes. Yep. So, and sadly, it's no longer, which is... I know. It's weird, right? Yeah. So we live in a weird time. It's a weird time. <laughs> and I, I just... What got me angry about that announcement was you had all these producers saying, oh, it's such a shame that this is going away. And I'm like, well, you could easily save it. Just you know? buy it. Just buy it. <laughs> I mean, there's... If you guys do this, but there's like plenty of money on the street right now. Plenty of money. Yes. And there is, and I think that we really we don't know how to use it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. Oh my god. Well, Grace, this yes. was awesome. This was great. How's the, how are things? What do you think of Broadway Con? Oh my this god. Is, this is your first Broadway Con. Well, this is my first in a couple of years because okay. I was at the OG. Oh, good. Okay. So I went to the first one where it was absolutely chaotic and crazy and cuckoo and Those like there, going was, on and everything. there was yeah. a blizzard. We were trapped. I literally had to like be in a room oh with like the cast of Hamilton for like four hours and I was like, I'm sorry. Hi. Like, you know what I mean? Because it, it was right. also like just debuting. It yeah. wasn't even like. Um, it didn't have the cult that it had yet. Mm -hmm. um, everybody in there was like drinking orange juice. It was hilarious because that's all we had. But um, yeah, this is incredible. And I also just really love the amount of like positivity in the room. Yeah. Because I think we're so, we're in this cancel culture and we're in this like, oh, well, that's not even, they're not even a good Evan Hansen. You know, who's a better Evan Hansen this person? Actually, everybody in this room just loves anybody yeah. at all that is a yeah. part of this community. And so, I like something that celebrates that, and I love what we're doing right now. 
This is awesome. And like a lot of people are walking by and they're like, what is going on at that table? I know. Like, it's, it's very <laughs> like. Well, I recognize a couple and I think they're like, does Grace work for Scat? Um, no, I don't. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, this is super exciting and I hope it also like reaches more audiences. And yeah, I just hope people get excited and can go to theater. Come to Broadway Con, folks. It's a great weekend. Yes. Um, it's not as expensive as a lot of people think. It's, it's a great time because. I mean, literally standing right over there is Melissa Erico and yeah. Brian Stokes Mitchell. Um, Harry exactly. Butler was here yesterday just walking around just saying hi to people. So Crazy. It's a huge favorite story. Also, great. cosplay. Please cosplay. Yes. Oh, my God. Thank Be- you. Beetlejuice is the big cosplay this year. Dude, they, which, they, I hope they find a Broadway theater, by the way. I, really I mean, Alex Brightman said yesterday, he didn't give details, but he said that Beetlejuice will live on. Wow. Don't know what that means just yet. But just, as long as it's not the court, just please. <laughs> Court theater is just, it's not for the Beetlejuice, um, right. please something else, but uh, yeah, I hope it does live on because the fans are there. Again, another movie turned musical. If you have any movie musicals that you guys suggest that we should cover or that you think should be on Broadway, you should let us know. Please let us know. That'd yeah, be cool. absolutely. Well, Grace, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Where can you be found on social media? You got anything coming up that you want to plug? Oh, okay. Yes, what? I do. I okay. do. Um, so exclu- exclusive, if you don't follow me, it's at Gracie Aki, G-R-A-C-I-E-A-K-I. And then uh, that's on Instagram, which I will bombard you with information on. And then on Twitter, I am a little snarky. And um, it's at Grace Aki-chan, which, by the way, my last name is not Chan. I think people confuse me for um, a Chan. And it's Aki-chan is like a, a sweet term that a grandmother gives you, like little Aki-chan. So, um, yeah, that's what my middle name is. Uh, but yes, I have my podcast coming out March 1, which is, of course, going to be oh my God. on stage Amazing. and everything. Uh, but it's called Tell Me on a Sunday, and I'm already starting promo. I've just recorded a lot of episodes. I have even Drew Gasparini was just here, and Whoa. he's going to be on yeah. He's on the pod. I recorded with him this week. Josh Lehman, B.D. Wong, Felisa Fitzpatrick from Playbill. Oh it is Stella Good, but it's also just about storytelling. I, I even just had the, the manager of Metallica tell me his, like, um, fan stories. They're crazy. So, yeah, uh, it's going to be really, honestly, it's really, really good. And it's produced by me and my husband, Damon. I don't know if you know him, but he did a lot of fun things. And now he's doing the back house of things, which is awesome. Amazing. So, yeah. Well, we'll definitely push that out as much as possible. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, thank you again for doing this. And of folks, course. you can follow this podcast at the Onstage Blog Podcast Network, where all of our podcasts are. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be doing this again soon. So, I mean, are some ideas for movies because there's God knows there's a ton of them. But make a movie musical right now and we will cover and we'll, it. We will we'll deep dive into it. So That's right. Grace, thank you again. Thank you. Alright folks, we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Alright. You sir. How about a show? And in the end, should someone die? <laughs> My arm is complete again. I bet you want to know why I shot the bastard. You're walking.